the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. When facing challenging circumstances, fear, uncertainty, pain, and hopelessness, this can bring deep discouragement and seem so overwhelming. Oh, if you're facing that today, God's got a message for you. Be brave and strong. That's the title of our lesson, Be Brave and Strong, Part 2. Joshua had to have a similar dilemma. He had to feel discouraged, uncertain, and maybe even hopelessness. He had served under Moses as his assistant for many years, but Moses had passed away. What would happen to the children of Israel now without Moses? But God spoke to Joshua. He said, you, Joshua, are the new leader of Israel. Be strong and brave. You'll be a great leader, and they will conquer all the land that I promised to their ancestors. The only thing you must do is be strong and courageous. I'm paraphrasing, if you will. Then he tells Joshua how to proceed to conquer the land. You must obey every letter of the law that I gave to Moses. If you carefully obey every one, you will be successful in your undertakings. Then Joshua reminded the people about the laws. You yourself must meditate on them every day and every night. Then you are sure to obey all of them. This you must do to succeed. Now be brave and strong and don't ever be afraid or doubt. God is with you wherever you go. These are words for success. I want to say it in my own words. The Lord informed Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. It must not depart from out of your mouth. For if it departs from your mouth, it's left your heart. You see, if Joshua did not depend on God's word, if it departed from out of his mouth, then Joshua would make decisions on his own. Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way unto man that he thinketh right, but it leadeth unto death. But it leadeth unto death. God wanted his word grounded and rooted in Joshua's heart. I'm paraphrasing again, if you will. God wanted to empower him. He told him, I will never leave you and I will never stop helping you. 
Joshua 1.5. God is telling Joshua, I love you and I will never stop loving you. My eyes are stayed on you. My love is surrounding you, protecting you and supporting you. I love you so deeply. I will never leave you. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child or lack compassion for the son of her womb? Surely she would not. Neither have I forgotten you. See, I have written your name on the palm of my hand. That's the word of the Lord for you today. I'm going to help you. I'm not going to leave you, neither forsake you. I am right here by your side. I'm looking on at your situation, and I know everything that concerns you, and I am here to help you. Oh, my goodness. You are my servant, thus saith the Lord. Joshua 1, 9, be brave, be strong, and don't ever be afraid or doubt. God is with you wherever you go. Oh, my goodness. God sent me to lift someone up today. God gave Joshua specific instructions. If you follow these instructions, Joshua, you will succeed in all that you do. Letting Joshua know there's power in the word of God. Follow the word, Joshua. Be obedient unto the law. That's the word of the Lord for each of us today. Be obedient to God's word and we will succeed in all that we do. There is authority behind the word of God and that authority is the power of God because it is God himself. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. God wanted Joshua to be strong and courageous. God wants us to meditate on the word, allowing God's word to go deep down inside of our innermost parts, our heart, and bring up from within us the strength to fight every battle. You see, God knew if Joshua stayed in the word, then he wouldn't turn back. He wouldn't cower down in the heat of battle. In God's word within us, we rise up and we're courageous and we can face difficult circumstances. Joshua, be strong and courageous. God is with you wherever you go. Joshua, now the people are yours to lead. They once followed Moses. Now you must lead. You were a soldier. Now you are the first in command. Joshua had to learn quickly to count on God and to pray and to meditate on his word. And he was not to disobey the word of God. He was to think on it. God was telling Joshua, don't doubt. Meditate on the word. Meditate on my goodness, Joshua. Think on good things, Joshua. Think positive. Affirm the word. Let it go deep into your heart. You'll be rooted and grounded in strength. You will be courageous. That's what he's telling Joshua. Maybe today you're discouraged and you can't figure out why am I so discouraged? Are you rooted and grounded in the word of God? Is it your daily practice to read the Psalms, to read the scriptures, to meditate on the word, to ponder on it, to take it deep into your heart? That's what each of us must do to stand strong in the circumstances of life. Joshua had to stand on the word of God. I'm talking to someone today. If we cannot see our way out of a situation and if we stand on the word of God, we will see the salvation of the Lord. 
You might be saying, I'm not sure how God is going to accomplish this, but I know that if I stand, he will. When we face adverse circumstances, we must call upon the name of the Lord. When we meditate on the word of God, we do not doubt that he is going to rescue us. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and be of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou shall go. Joshua 1, nine, Numbers 23 and 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it? Shall he not do it? Is he not well able to perform it? You know, a young businessman I was talking to one day, he was about to walk into an important meeting and just out of nowhere, before he entered the building, fear struck him and he called me and he wanted to pray. And he said, I- I've lost the words. I-, I don't even know what I was going to say. And this meeting, I had it all in my head. I had it all lined out. And now it's blank. I don't even know what I was planning to say. He said, if I could just remember just part, you know, of what I was going to say, Valerie, I could kind of take it from there. But right now I'm drawing a blank. You see, the battle was in his mind. I said, you have already won in the meeting. The way is already prepared before you. Settle that in your mind. Reject disaster. Reject doubt and fear. God has already positioned you to succeed. He has given you everything that you need to walk into that conference room, to lay out the plan for this business, and it will work. They will nod in agreement. If you walk in there and you are courageous, if you're brave and you do not doubt God, he will give back to you what he has given. Where is your God? Has he gone on break? Has he left the throne of grace? Surely he is not. God is with you. I spoke to him strongly. I said, don't allow fear to dominate your mind. It will rob you of great success that God has already planned for you. I said, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We prayed. And I don't know what he planned to say after that because he didn't tell me. But he said, okay, I'm going in there now. He went in there and he met with great success. I am here to tell you, if God has spoken it, he is well able to perform it. He supports every promise that he has given. Joshua was by Moses' side. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai to meet with God, Moses had an intimate relationship with God. And Joshua firsthand witnessed this relationship. Moses in the tent of the meeting when God's glory came down at the entrance and the Lord spoke to Moses. That's Exodus 33 and 11. Joshua must have experienced the burning fire from within that was similar to Jeremiah's. When God spoke to him, Joshua had continuous fellowship with God as God was leading him to guide the children of Israel. This is the key point. The power of God moves through relationship. And I don't think I can say that enough. When we align ourselves with the great teacher, and that is the Holy Spirit. He is the only one who can teach prayer. We can read about prayer. We can study it. And have many, many books and know many principles and rules about prayer. But the Holy Spirit, 
the great intercessor. He is the teacher of prayer. I know you've heard me say this before, but it's vitally important. God must give us the spirit of prayer. Moses had it. Joshua discovered it. Jeremiah had it upon him. Elijah and Daniel had the spirit of prayer. If you want to walk in great power, you must inquire of God. Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. When Jesus told the disciples, tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power, he was telling them, stay in prayer. Don't leave there. Wait in the city until the Holy Spirit brings a great blessing upon you and you will receive power from on high. When we are seeking God for the spirit of prayer, we are asking him for power from on high. We are requesting to walk in the blessings and the anointing that God wants to release upon our life. And when he releases it, nothing can defeat you. Even your enemies will be amazed at the outcome of situations that you face. Now, remember this. There are three principles, I want to call them, that we are asking God for. Lord, give me your presence, that when I pray for someone, they are engulfed and surrounded by your presence. And this brings deliverance, healing, and answers to prayer. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What if God made us his witnesses until the end of the earth? And secondly, Lord, give me your righteousness that I may discern and make right decisions according to the word of God. You remember when God told Abraham that he would destroy Sodom and Abraham begged for Sodom and Gomorrah. What if there are 50 righteous ones in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous ones who live there? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous and the wicked are treated alike. Far be it from you, O God. Will not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Genesis 18 25, you are asking God, give me your righteousness that I may discern and make right decisions according to your word. And thirdly, Lord, give me your peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding through Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, regard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And finally, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. The disciples had the spirit of prayer and they were men of power and influence in heaven and in earth. Acts 6, 4, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. If you require of God and you ask him, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. He will endue you with power from on high. Your prayers will move mountains Sickness and disease will flee when you pray. God will speak to you in your inner ear and he will guide you from within your spirit. For the Bible says deep calleth unto deep. He will draw close to you. He said, draw close to me and I'll draw close to you. Oh my goodness. 
when you pray the word of God, when you align yourself with the Holy Spirit by obedience to the word of God, we align ourselves with the Holy Spirit. Joshua had the spirit of prayer. He turned to God with his difficulties. He turned to God with his trials and the sadness of his heart. He could no longer turn to Moses because Moses was dead and God had appointed Joshua as the new leader. The day comes when those we depend upon might not be there to help us in the natural. And we have to know that God will answer our prayers and that when we pray that our prayers will be mighty and transform things in the spirit realm. We have to stay in the state of communion with God, striving for an unbroken relationship. This is supernatural power. Just as God parted the Red Sea from Moses and the children of Israel, he rolled back the Jordan River for Joshua and the children of Israel to cross on dry land. God gave Joshua a mighty victory in the city of Jericho. God destroyed the mighty walls of Jericho and the city was delivered to Joshua as a victory. Oh, my goodness. But remember when there was sin in the camp and Joshua went out to battle. And he met with great defeat. But Joshua was quick to discover the sin and to eliminate it from the camp. Proverbs 1, 28. Then they will call unto me and I will not answer. They will earnestly seek me, but will not find me. However, when we confess our sin, the Bible says this. First John 1, 8 to 9. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He wants us to walk in communion with him, to be obedient to his word and do not let our word depart from out of our mouth. So he is going to give us great power through prayer as we seek him and fasting and prayer and repentance. The power of God rises up. From within us, God must have a pure vessel to operate through. If our prayers are weak and ineffective, the first thing that we must check is ourselves. So often the child of God is quick to blame God. You remember when I was praying and there was a man who was greatly ill and he had fallen and had, you know, five, four or five brain bleeds. And I was crying out to God and I was saying, God, why aren't you answering me? Why won't you help him? And I was crying out to God with all of my heart. Remember what the Lord spoke to me and said? He said, you don't know how he's lived his life. You see, unbeknownst to myself, I was blaming God for not answering the prayer as this man lay there with brain bleeds and unconscious. And I'm inquiring to God saying, why aren't you answering me? Why are you doing this? Why am I continuously crying out to you and you will not help him? You will not answer. I really didn't understand that I was blaming God for not answering the prayer. And in his loving kindness, he answered and said, you don't know how he's lived his life. And remember Then I began to cry out to God because his heart is so merciful, so loving and so kind. And he doesn't want to withhold any good thing from those that walk upright. He didn't want to withhold healing from this man. As I cried out for him, God didn't desire 
to withhold it. But there was something between him and God. And I began to pray, Lord, give him another chance. And if you've given him a second chance, Lord, would you please give him a third? And if you've already given him a third chance, would you give him a fourth one? And if you've given him a fourth chance, Lord, will you give him a fifth chance? Whatever chance, Lord, you've given him, would you please give him another one today? And as I cried out like that, standing in the gap between heaven and earth, interceding and prayer for him, God answered no surgery and the brain bleeds resolved themselves. The brain stopped bleeding and God healed him and God woke him up and he rose up off of his bed of sickness. Oh my goodness. God wants to do mighty things through our prayer. He's not a father who's far off and he's trying to withhold good from us. No, He's a father that's right here with us. He's nearby and he's not trying to withhold good things. He wants to give good things. But if there's something between us and God, if you're praying for someone and you know that there's something between them and God, that's when we stand in the gap in intercessory prayer. Joshua had to stand in the gap for the children of Israel between them and God. Moses had to stand in the gap between the children of Israel and God and plead more than on one occasion for their life because God, remember he said to Moses, he said, I'm going to destroy them and I'll make you a great nation. And Moses said, no, God, please don't destroy them. And Moses pleaded for their life and mercy flowed from the throne of grace. And God answered the prayer. Oh, my goodness. Remember after that, that Joshua had prayed and there was sin in the camp. Remember that Joshua had inquired of the Lord and he asked the Lord to let the sun stand at one point so that they could win a battle as the sun was about to go down. He knew that they would lose the battle and God answered the prayer. And the Bible says that the sun stood still and did not go down. As long as there is a living and holy God and there shall always be, he will always answer the prayers of the righteous He's not far off. And always remember, he's not trying to withhold something from you. He's trying to give to you what you're asking him for. This is that day that God is calling the church to a place of confession, repentance, and a walk in great forgiveness. The more forgiveness that you extend, the more loving kindness that you give, the lighter your steps. The weight that's on us when we're walking in unforgiveness is so heavy and it prevents our prayers from doing great things. When we're walking in unforgiveness or unconfessed sin, then there's something between us and God. And when we go to him and ask him to forgive, he is righteous and fair to forgive. Remember, God wants to answer our prayer. Maybe you're praying for someone today and there's something between them and God. And maybe you don't even know what it is. Well, later on, I found out that that man had deserted his family and deserted his only child. And God was not pleased at how he had lived his life. 
but by interceding for him, crying out to God, asking God for another chance for him to give him whatever chance that he needed, be it the third, the fourth or the fifth, whatever chance that he needed, asking God to extend that mercy to him. Our loving father, child of God, answered the prayer. That man is alive today. Oh, we have to remember that when we go to the Lord in prayer, if there is anything between us and him, we have got to repent. We must forgive. It has to be blotted out or our prayers will be hindered. Unforgiveness is the greatest hindrance to powerful prayer. Oh, my goodness. God is faithful to forgive. Expect him to endue you with power from on high. If God's words abide in us and we abide in his word, then we can inquire of him and ask anything and he will do it. Oh, my goodness. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And within the child of God, he lives. Be brave and courageous for God will never leave you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. 